I wrote the text out, but I never texted him back. And one of the things he was wanting me to do was let you guys know what the Lord was doing with me. And he had been pressing on me about some things he wanted me to do coming into the new year. And that's, that's going out trying to win souls. We know you can win souls on a job, this and that. But God got a specific call for each and every one of us. You know, I'm, I'm not like Sarah. I hadn't been sent over the water yet. But that's her call. So all of us got different gifts of callings. And uh, uh, one thing my father has always taught me, if I'm not going to obey God, I might as well be out there with the dope dealer or anybody else. Because obedience is obedience. And that's the way God look at it. Um, something that the Lord was talking to me about today before we get in the Word is staying focused. And I don't know how he's going to tie it into the... Uh, Message, but he's he's uh, and I looked up the word focus, and it means something that uh keeps your attention, something that you're focused on now. Like they say, the millennials are focused on the environment right now, and so God is telling me, and He's been telling me for a while that He wants us to get back focused on His word. Don't be focused on man. All of these people are good. T.D. is good. Jesse is good. Kenneth Copeland is good. I grew up with all them. Creflo. But he wants you focus on his word. One on one. There is something that God has to say to each and every one of us. You know, yesterday morning my wife woke up and uh, we were reading Psalms 91 and I thought about that today and she just started laughing. I said, man, she laughing in the spirit or she just clowning, you know, and, and she just kept going and going and uh, she'll do it too sometimes, just giggle and giggle. I've never done that, but I, I just sit there and watch her for a while till I had to go to work. Amen. But God has a word for you that's better than anybody that can give you a joke. You know, he can make you laugh. He can make you cry. He can make you jubilated. Amen. All of those things are happy. But uh, another word that God wants to deal with tonight is being prepared. And that's where we're going to start reading. It says, the kingdom of heaven. And I'm coming from the living Bible. Well, I'll read it from this one first. Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now, five of them were wise and five were foolish. Hold right there. Let's see what that means. Wise is having or showing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Knowledgeable, informed, enlightened, and shrewd. The Lord is wanting us to become knowledgeable of him. We, we, we understand our jobs and we got plaques for our jobs. You've heard me say that before. But God wants us to understand him and to know his word. We, he wants us to know what his take is. Uh, because the church is being lured to sleep on just love. And we forget that there's deception, that there's cunning, there's craftiness. And I was having a discussion with the Lord called me and my wife and one of my good friends. We was in a battle about something. Who can I use? Brother Kenneth. We're going to use him, for example. He won't wash his clothes. He won't clean up his room. <laughs> you know, we're going on and on. Our argument was, he needs deliverance. 
And I said, Lord, what's going on? What's going on? Talk to me, God. I'm getting worked up about this simple. Simple to me. He says, some things need deliverance. And some things is maternal. What, what we're supposed to do as an individual, there's some things. We don't, we don't have to come and ask Pastor Jerry, how long should I fast to wash dishes? How long should I fast? We don't need God. We may need deliverance in that area. <laughs> but uh, he says some, some things is just lazy. Let me put it like that. Some things is lazy. Some things is I refuse to do it. When I began to study, when I was about 20 years old, the Lord said, I've called you and I've ordained you. He says, and I raise up prophets throughout the time. Prophets are to bring the people back to where they were because slackness grows into forgetfulness. So once we become slack, and that's why in his words, <clears throat> he said, I'm long-suffering, that all are coming to repentance. And even in Revelations, he said, I gave Jezebel room to repent, but she wouldn't repent. And, and what God is telling us, he wants us to learn and study his word. Second Timothy 2.15 says, study. No matter what you do in Re Revelation you get, you still have to come back to the word. The word is a written, God, written book about him, who he is, what he like, what he dislike, his views. We're being lured to sleep because we keep thinking it's about a bunch of rules and don't. But you know what? If I love you, I won't hurt you. If I love you, I won't cut you. If I love you, I won't steal from you. So the question can be sometime about our love walk. Amen. But anyway, it says, listen to this because I learned another word. <laughs> Wise, having a showing experience, knowledge of good judgment, knowledgeable, informed, enlightened, shrewd. And, I, and, and we have to be taught. We have to learn how to receive instruction, whether it's corrective criticism or somebody just trying to teach us a new idea. Amen. Uh, uh, there was a word in there, Sagacious, S-A-G-A-C-I-O-U-S. It says, having or showing a keen mental discernment and good judgment. This is a Latin word. A king. Mental discernment and good judgment. What does God say? In the spirit, he says, uh, milk belongs to those that are unlearned. Strong meat belongs to those that have their senses exercised in good and evil. We got to grow up. I've, I've had several visions and I've heard others. I've seen us in the spirit like my little grandbabies. And I can't tell you what I tell them because I'm the raw preacher, but I, this is all we doing. We keep wanting to suck on that bottle. The only breast we need to suck on is the Lord. He said well, he, he wants us to grow up. There's something coming. And the reason why I'm telling you, we got to be educated in his word, not about just the D's and the Dow, but the, the real word, understanding that there's, this is a time of preparation. Why do we send our children to kindergarten? Preparation. Why do we send them to first grade? If they do not learn A, B, C, D, when they get over here, 
in calculus one, calculus two, trigonometry, they cannot do it. Why? Because you still got to use on this problem this big, you're going to have to know where to put that A, B, and C at. So it is in the spirit. We got to learn how to discern between good and evil. What is love and what is not love? You know, uh, we need to discern. And it says, the wise had all of understanding, and they was prepared. Amen. Let's read that next scripture. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. You got to keep oil on the inside. Amen. You're going to have the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord, that's his word. David said, his word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against God. What he was saying is, the Lord's word I have treasured. When you treasure something, that is something dear to you. It is valuable to you. That's why David got an attitude. When he comes, who is this uncircumcised Philistine talking about my God? See, I get an attitude about the word. I know what he says. I know what he required. I know what he wants us to do. Amen. Amen. Are we perfect? Let's get that out the way. No. Are we sinless? I told him if I run for president, this is why I'm saying it. If I run for president, I say, yeah, I tried stealing fishing tackle when I was six years old in Walgreens. I took my clothes off. They fell on the ground. My uncle whooped my butt. Yeah, I said this. And yeah, I said, now let's get that out the way. I'm running for president. I'm not going to let you pull up nothing. I just give you the file and y'all can have it as you may. We ain't talking about... Who's sin? Who's perfect? We're talking about trying to come up to God's standard. See, to say that we cannot do no better, or don't want to push, or not being prepared, that won't be an excuse. Jesus said, if I had not come, then you would have an excuse. But now that I came, you have no cloak. Amen? Where are we at? It said foolish. Let's see what the word foolish means. Now, don't get mad at me. I'm just... Look it up what the word means. Foolish. Let me ask a question before we go with what foolish. How many of us in, in here are parents? Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Look like just about everybody. Amen. Except for the ones that don't need to be yet. Okay. Parents genuinely love their children. No matter how they might cipher it in their mind, we're trying to prepare them for the world or for society or for their own homes. We want to do the best we can. If I didn't graduate past the third grade, that doesn't mean I don't, I don't have a right to try to inspire or teach my child that they can go further than I did. Amen? That's what Jesus told us in the Word. He said, y'all can do greater works than I did. He's inspiring us. We can do greater miracles, signs and wonders, all that. He said, greater works you shall do. Amen? I'm looking to do the greater works. Amen. But the reason I said this is sometimes the way we think of him, you know, and sometimes maybe how God thinks of us. But anyway, we want to discern what the word foolish means. The 
a person lacking good sense or judgment is unwise. And it says stupid, silly, half-witted, brainless, mindless, thoughtless, imprudent, incautious, irresponsible, unwise, unintelligent, unreasonable. Amen. God is calling, calling us to rise up higher in him and in his word. The days that we're living in is very deceptive. You have to learn how to hear in the spirit. See in the spirit. That's why he all times telling us in Revelation uh, to him that has ear. Hear what the spirit is saying. All of y'all can hear what I'm saying naturally. But hear what the spirit is saying. I love my children. I want the best for my children. And I don't want my children to be deceived. Manipulate it, but do our part. Amen. Do the best that you can do. Amen. Okay. Uh, keep going. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to me. There is a day and an hour coming. I kept saying, Lord, what, is something missing here? This is simple. I've been looking at this for a while. It is simple. And he said, go back. Do like your grandmother taught you. Go back and read up before that. So I went back up a few chapters. And everything is talking about his coming. Even this... Many people may not see it or read it, but there's a cry. He's coming at an hour that we don't know. And so he's telling us, be prepared. Be wise. Don't, don't be caught outside with your work undone. Amen. That's why he said two going to be working together. One going to be taken. One is going to be left. See, for us that are the children of God, we're supposed to be awake. Not just, hey, I get to go to victory. We on the map. We got a church here, there, and everywhere, and we're going to do a hundred more next week. That is true. But we ain't getting no accolades for that. It's about winning souls. It's about being who we need to be in Christ. Amen? The Bible said we need to be written epistles. You know, not a man's hand. It said they will know them by the love that they have for one another. Where I'm working at right now, I have to catch myself. There's so many people. <coughs> Can I say something? <laughs> we were working. I had to catch myself. I said, oh, Lord, here the devil go trying to sneak in. I got to preach tonight. He's about to get me. <laughs> They come to me and say, hey, can we quit a few minutes early and clean the floor for them? They talking about, I said, man, what y'all talking about? There's 50 folks here. I had to catch myself, but that's how I started. I tell it. In uh, Psalms 115, I believe it is, or 15, it said, he'll speak the truth. Even if he tell it on himself, I'll tell it on myself. I mean, what y'all talking about? We're trying to get this work done. You got 10 laborers. That's their job. They're getting paid to keep this floor clean. What we do at each one of our holes, 
because I'm trying to be prepared. I put carpet so we can wipe our feet off. I said, you got all these people running in and out. That ain't us. That's them. And I had to catch myself. I had to calm down. I said, y'all forgive me. You know, uh, we'll help. Uh, What's the word? To comply. We'll comply as best we can. But we got a job to do. Those other guys, they just need to quit talking. Quit complaining. uh, Do all things without murmuring and complaining. Oh, this was something the Lord told me to tell y'all. He that keepeth his mouth and myself, keepeth his soul. The Lord has been telling me all year, we got to start setting a watch over our mouth. What Tamika can take, Miss Susan may not can take. Set a mile. Watch over our mouth. Amen. Okay. Um, I want to go to Second Thessalonians. Oh, let me finish this right quick. I'm sorry. I'm going to read from the Living Bible so we can move on. Okay. Something that I learned about the virgins when I was studying. It is like the kingdom of heaven. And in the kingdom of heaven, we're worshiping and praising God. In the kingdom of heaven, it's understood that we're here to worship and praise the Lord and whatever else. That's all that I know. We're worshiping and praising God and we're we're obeying and following whatever instructions he gives us. But when I studied, I found out that these ten virgins was ten people. Or ten young women her age to help her to stay focused. That was a word the Lord gave me today. They, uh, so uh, I'm gonna look at Brother Scott. They was a kid. Uh, ten, hey, you spoken for Scott? You know, I'll get you. These were to help us stay in line. And in Hebrews, he said, y- "Y'all be responsible for one another. Keep each other, as you know that this day is approaching." He says, and then he said, uh, forsake not the assembling us thyselves together as the manner is. But y'all provoke one another in love and keep nourishing and admonishing and loving one another to that day come. What day? The same day we're talking about. Amen. There's a day coming. And it said, all the girls jumped up and trimmed their lamps. Then the five hadn't any oil, begged the others to share with them, for their lamps were gone out. Can we go to the King James Version on that, number seven and eight? Y'all excuse me, I'm not used to glasses, and my new glasses I broke, so I'm magnified tonight. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamps are gone out. Keep going. But the wise answer saying, not so. Least there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. We're going to have to spend some time with God. We got to keep our oil, our light going. Amen. Uh, I hadn't seen this before, but this is just what's coming to me now. We're living in an hour where you got to beware of people. I believe God can heal everything. 
I, I, I believe it can heal anxiety, stress. I don't know how long it may take. But anything that we have, I believe he is a cure. Amen. We have to beware of people because if we're not careful, whether it's family, friends, or foe, whoever, it can suck the life out of you. They refuse to be prepared, and you're trying to be prepared. I've heard so many prophecies over uh, Miss Vestile and her son, and so she just had to keep her all going. God is going to do what he said he's going to do. But what she got to do is stay focused on God. I've been on about 15 years. I've been hearing it from everybody. Whether he's black, white, whether he's from Bosnia, Africa, wherever, the same word. So she had to stay focused. Not so. You're not draining me today. Mama, I need you. just going to need today. Tough love. Amen. Tough love. I don't know how we got there. That's for somebody. Amen. But he says, uh, the wise had all. Amen. They had understanding. They understood that there had to be preparation involved. Okay, let's go to Second Thessalonians. My time about up. And y'all, I don't really have time to go into this. And we will one day. But uh, Second Thessalonians. Chapter 5, 2 Thessalonians. Because uh, in the church, there, there's a lot of people, we, we've been lured asleep because, and we've gotten relaxed because, well, child, they've been saying, Jesus coming. Jesus coming. I got it wrote in my book. I didn't bring it to you. But um, I knew I wouldn't be able to get to all of that. But the Lord told me this year, he said, tell my people, I'm coming. I called one of my friends up and thought, said, don't tell me that. I got messed up one time, but he's saying, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming soon. I'm coming. All you got to do is read your Bible and pay attention. There's a day coming where they're going to call right, wrong, and wrong, right. We got to take down. I'm just going to be a preacher. Y'all got to bail out. Sell everything I got. I'm not going to stop teaching the truth because you don't want to hear it. I'm not going to stop teaching the truth because it offend. I'm offended. It's a lot of stuff he said I can't do that I would enjoy doing. The Bible says sin is good for a season. Anybody ever done wrong? Yes. And you enjoyed what you were doing, whatever it was. Bottom line. But it's only for a season. But those that are the children of the light know some stuff is coming. And that's my job. Uh, Paul said, woe be unto me if I preach not the gospel. For it was appointed unto me. He didn't have a choice. Anybody read their Bible? What happened to Paul? Because he hated Christians. He was killing Christians. He held a coat when Stephen was stoned. But what happened to him on the way to Damascus? He had an encounter with Christ. And that's what we all must have. And when you have that encounter, you're going to speak the truth. You're going to live the truth. You're going to walk in truth. We must have an encounter with Christ. But concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that that day of the Lord so come as a thief in the night. What did it say that that was a shout? We don't know when midnight is, but we need to be prepared. Keep going. 
But you, brethren, are not in darkness. Say, I'm not in darkness. Shake yourself. Shake yourself. You know, when you're trying to wake up, and you don't want to get up, my daggone grandbaby, he'd be, uh, uh. I'd say, get up, go to the bathroom. Get up. You got to go to the bathroom. He don't want to get up. Shake yourself. Sometimes you have to shake yourself. You're not the children of darkness. You're not the devil's son. You're not in darkness. He ain't talking about walking in the dark. Huh? He's talking about being in the light, being in the light of his understanding. Amen. There are some things that's going to happen to those that are in darkness. But over and over again, the Lord tells us, wake up. Don't be asleep. Keep going. You are all the sons. Look at that. See, I told you. You are all the sons of light and the sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of dark. I want to tell you something because we may not get to the end. Stop feeling bad for speaking the truth. Stop feeling bad for speaking the truth. That is God. That's not you. That's why it says if the word comes out of a hellish mouth, thou can be saved. Don't be, we're the children of light. We're the salt of the earth. We're supposed to say what goes. Y'all pray it all the time, don't you? Whatever you bind in there, be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose in there. We talk a lot of stuff, but we don't understand. You got all power. You got the power that God gave you. That's why he told me to tell you, stay prepared. Stay focused. Stay prepared. Stay focused. This race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but him that endure to the end. Every day it ain't going to be sunny. Everybody's not going to be happy to see you. Some of us, they're going to talk about like in the Bible. Don't y'all have a prophet? Yeah, but he ain't never got nothing good to say to me. Well, you ought to get out of error. Get out of error and he'll have a lot of good things to say. Amen. Keep going. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Let us be caught looking. Uh, what I want to inspire y'all as I'm moving to a close is a lot of times you've heard Pastor Cricket say it. The first couple of months we fasted and prayed. This prophet, this teacher, and this person to come in and we on fire. But then after a while, life started even easing back into us. This problem, that problem, this situation, that situation. And then you become consumed again with those same infirmities. You'll start feeling weighted. Uh-uh, stay focused. Stay prepared. Tell Satan you're alive. I'm not going back. I'm not taking down. I'm going to be focused. Amen. And, and the Lord been dealing with me about it, and I preach it sometimes, about our vision. How we see and how we per, uh, perceive. And I noticed that uh, it's been several people in here with uh, cataract. And the Lord was dealing with me about the word cataract surgery. And even myself, I'm having to wear vision. And what he told me is, I'm trying to bring you in focus to be focused in 2020. He's bringing us in. So since I can't see clearly now, I have to have something to help me to see clearly. And I was amazed that when the man said, 
I have to make sure everything is in alignment and that it's even and that you're seeing cones this way and rise that way. But when I get through, you have 2020. I said, Lord, that a word again. The Lord, <coughs> I don't like glasses. I don't care for them, but I'm going to have to have them. I broke four pair in a month. You know, I'm not used to that stuff. But I'm going to have to get used to it. Can you understand what I'm saying? Some things you may not agree with, but get used to it. Some things you may not want to hear, but learn to hear. When you learn to hear, you'll acquire a taste for the truth. Amen? Okay, I'm not going to be able to get to Romans and others, but in Romans chapter 1, he says three times, they don't want to hear my word. They don't want to do it the way I said do it. And that's what's happening even with the church now. We're watering it down. We're pulling it down. And we're trying to accommodate everybody. You're never going to accommodate everybody. Just speak the truth and go on. Amen. Speak the truth. It is that simple. So many people say, oh, it ain't that simple. It ain't black and white. It is black and white. He's got it black and white. And he's wanting us to come up into this place so that we can lead others. Amen. Amen. Every time you look around, we got a movie about a superhero. Who do we go see? We saw a woman the other day. What was that lady? Captain Marvel or something. We're elated and we're rejuvenated when they do this. But we forgot all the hell they went through a while ago. You know, before they got this power. Before they became this miracle man. Of this miracle woman. They went through some things. But, and then they find out they have to become pure. Every one of their own person, they, they have to come with some type of pureness. Amen. God loves each and every one of you. Stay focused. Stay prepared. Amen. Okay, let me uh, go to this first Thessalonians. Go to Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and we're closing. Uh, chapter 2, I believe. That don't look right to me. Yeah, chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians. Let me see. Yeah. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind Huh? I'm not going crazy or trouble either by spirit or by word or by letter as it is from us as though the day of Christ had come. Keep going. Let no one deceive you by any means for that day shall not come away, come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. Keep going. Who opposes and exalts himself above all others. Amen. I'm not going to go all the way down, but you can read it. It's talking about being prepared. It's talking about a man that's going to be working miracles. And this is why the Lord saying the church need to be telling our babies, each other, there is a man that's going to be able to work miracle signs and wonders. And if you're not in tune with Christ, you'll be thinking he's the Messiah. But in uh, Matthew 24, he says, I'm coming as fast as from the east to the west. That won't be me. But he said, there's going to be a falling away coming and, and uh, who opposes and exalts. He, he's going to set himself up. 
like he's God. But he's not God. He's not all-powerful. He's not all-knowing. He's just deceiving. But if you continue to read, read he said he's going to allow us to be deceived because we wouldn't receive the truth and wouldn't believe the truth. And so one of the things he had told me to tell you also was stay awake. That's why he said we're not the children of darkness. Stay awake. Stay focused. Don't go to sleep. Stay in his word. Stay in his spirit. You know, it said they that worship the Father must worship in spirit and in truth. So just seek the Lord while he might be found. Amen. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you something that works. If you don't believe it, just try. Start getting up early in the morning and go meet God. Just sit there or just read. Sometimes you can read. Sometimes you can just sit. Sometimes you can put on worship. However God leads you. And you'll be amazed at how he began to illuminate your mind or just give you a word. Or just settle your spirit. Because we're human so we can be troubled. Whether it's our children, job, things here, wherever it's at. Amen. Praying for other loved ones. But God don't want you disturbed up here. He wants us in his word, trusting him, knowing that there is some dark days coming, but we're the children of light. It's not going to affect us because we're prepared for this. And we understand that God is going to lead us. He's going to protect us. Amen. That's what the word says. He's going to lead us, guide us, protect us, love us. He's going to shelter us. Psalms 91 said, only with my eyes will I behold that. It ain't coming near me. See, we got to get this in us. Just like, uh, how many of you like mosquitoes? Who like to be stung? Huh? You put on some repellent. That word is your repellent. You, in the natural, I should be worried. I maybe should have a nervous breakdown, but I got my repellent on the inside. My I got the word on the inside that it said, only with my eyes will I behold the evil and the good. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I'm not going to fear. That's what you got to keep telling that devil, brother, you bet. Man, I don't fear no sickness. I don't fear you. I'm healed. I'm covered in the blood. I'm covered by the blood. Amen. I got God on my situation. Therefore, my situation got to change. I got a word of God on my situation. It doesn't matter what it looked like. It doesn't matter what it sounded like. I'm prepared for battle. That's why David, little old bitty, rutted boy, he went out there not in his strength. He went in there in the strength of the Lord. That's why I said, build up in the ammunition of the Lord. Build up on your most holy faith. Amen. Pray in the spirit. Read the word. Sing songs. Sing songs or hymns. Amen. And you can even make up your own song. You heard me tell you, I can't sing. I can't learn a song. So I just make up how I think it should tell you. I feel in. Whatever y'all be singing up here, I make up my own song with it. If you're standing in the way and I can't read the word, I can still feel it in because I got a tune in my head. Amen. But the joy of the Lord is your strength and understand that you have a right to be happy. You have a right to joy. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what people say. It only matters what God is saying. And God is saying and telling us to stay focused, keep your light on, because that's what it was. Those, those, those are 
those five unwise, they didn't have enough oil. They didn't keep it burning. But we got to keep it burning. You know, we can't let our fire go out. We can't say like uh, in the Psalm of Asap, he said, my foot had almost slipped. But then I looked, considered, thought about it. They got a bad end coming. This thing is going to end one day. That's what we don't hear enough of. It's not to fear, give you fear, but it's to help you remind you that this is going to end. And we're going to have a lot of good days. All good days. It won't be like this. The trouble going to cease. The weariness is going to end. Keep your all. Amen. Keep the all of the joy. And the joy of the Lord. Amen. May God bless you. Keep you. Brother Brett. Uh, I want to say if anybody need prayer, we will pray with you uh, for anything, any situation. I know how I sound, but don't be moved by that. That's my job. Amen. But we want to pray and help you get through anything, any situation. Because the question was asked, is there anything too hard for God? No. And we were reading in Jeremiah this morning. He told him, go down to the potter's house and look. And he said, it was marred in his hand. He said, yes, it was. And then he did it again. He said, so are my people, you know, but tell Israel, I want to bless them. Amen. God is going to bless you and he's going to keep you and never feel like you're getting on his nerve. That's what he's there for. He said, we can come to the throne boldly and cry out to him. And then in Thessalonians, it said, make your supplication and your request be known unto God.